Hey, you're listening to episode one of the Tiny Home Dream Podcast, and I'm your host, Angela Barnard. Super excited that this is our first episode, and on this episode, I wanted to share with you five reasons to live in a tiny house. And these reasons are my reasons why I chose to live in a tiny house, and I just wanted to give you a glimpse into what my living situation is like and just a little bit about my journey, and like I said, the reasons why I chose this. So let's just get on with the show. All right, so there are so many ways to live tiny, but how I live tiny is in a park model style of a tiny house. I think it's like 394-ish square feet, something like that. And uh, we live in a little village, is what we call ourselves. There's about, there could be, 12 tiny homes. I think we're at 10 right now. And we're kind of on like this little hill. And then at the bottom of it is a lake. And we are in the upstate area of South Carolina, not too far away from North Carolina. I think it's like an hour and 20 minutes or something like that from Asheville. So we're kind of in the area of the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. So that's our situation. And I'll go on into more detail about our space and things like that. But how did we get involved in living in this home? Like what sparked our interest in tiny house living? So my husband and I consider ourselves pretty intentional. We're pretty, um, we really just value experiences over things. And before we ended up moving to this area, We had lived in a home that we had rented in downtown um, area of Beaufort, South Carolina. So it it was not a gigantic home, I guess, to most people's standards, but it was about, I think, like 2,000 square feet or something like that. So pretty big compared to a tiny home. And, um... We had about like four bedrooms, depending on what you consider a bedroom. So we just had a lot of additional space. And before I had lived in this home, I actually, we rented some apartments together. And then before that, I actually owned my own home in Michigan. So I'm originally from Michigan. And then we ended up moving to South Carolina after my husband and I got married. And uh, just some more peeking into our lives, like what we do. Um, My husband is a dentist, so he works mostly nine to five-ish schedule, but he also gets a lot of time off as well. And we're just really intentional about designing our life that way so we can travel because we value that. We love to to hike a lot. Um, So I think that's another reason because we've gotten used to just traveling around with only a bag and knowing that we don't need a lot of things to make us happy. And we also don't need a lot of things to live. So that's another reason why interested in the tiny home homes and like the movement and all the things and the people, the kind of people that live in tiny homes. I just really love spending time with them. So anyways, uh, we were looking to make this move towards the upstate of South Carolina and we didn't want to continue renting another place because we just wanted to have our money be going towards something versus just, you know, towards rent. We wanted to kind of own something together. And uh, we were just about to pay off our student debt, which was a lot <laughs> accumulated together, and we we're about ready to pay it off. So the thought of going into debt and purchasing 
like a you know a home for hundreds of thousands of dollars we were just like uh like we don't want another way more debt when we were just about to pay off hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt you know so um that didn't sound appealing to us but we didn't know what else to do so we're like maybe we can find a smaller place to live and with a lower budget and things like that so we gave our budget to the realtor and they basically laughed at us like you're not going to find anything nice for that kind of budget and um we really didn't <laughs> so one night i was up late and i had seen a ping like because i had a filter in place when i was looking for homes with the budget max and i saw that there was a notification that a new listing had popped up and it was in the range i was looking for and it was a tiny house and i was like what there's a tiny house in the area and then when i looked at it i saw that it was a community and i was like oh my goodness like i didn't even know this existed i want to see this i need to see this and when my husband woke up that morning for work I was like, we got to go see this. And he was just like, no, like we are not living in a tiny house. Like, uh, uh. And I was like, huh, but can we just see it? Just entertain me. I just want to see it. And we, he ended up entertaining me and we did go see it. And, um, it wasn't the one that we wanted. Cause like where we were, where the home was for sale, it was in a larger community and we wanted some more I guess a smaller community if we were going to have one. We didn't want it to be as crowded. And this particular home seemed kind of dark on the inside. And we were looking for something brighter with more lights and windows and things like that. So we're like, oh, well, what else do you got? And they showed us another model that they had. And we're like, oh, I love this. And then we went to a smaller area, uh, smaller community that they had. And um, it wasn't I mean, there at the time, you know, there's only like several tiny homes there and it was going to max out at 12. And we're like, this is awesome. Like we want, we want this. So uh, we ended up going through their builder and we found the model that we liked and we had it, um, some of the things custom to what we wanted. Um, But we started with looking at what models were there and then tweaking things based on our own interests, our own values and our own goals. And that's something that I want to say I preach all the time to people like transitioning to live in a tiny home is a big transition. It's a big mental transition. It's, you know, taking simplifying your stuff and it's completely lifestyle transformation. And you want to make sure that when you're designing your home, that it honors your vision, your goals for yourself like who you want to be, and it honors your values. I think that's really important to get down. So um, now when I'm helping people get a tiny home and I do some coaching through the Tiny House Society, and so when people come and they want a new home, I'm, I'm the person that's making sure that we're clear on the vision that they have and we together we get that clarity. We're making sure it's designed in a way that honors their values and their goals, all of the stuff that I'm super passionate about. So. Anyways, we were pretty intentional about what, how we designed things, how we wanted it. And even after it was done, there's still things, you know, that you're like, darn, I wish I would have done this. And I wish they would have asked me this question. And the builders like wasn't doing that. Like they just want to hurry up and get the build done, at least who we were working with. And I think they did an excellent job, but um, not all, I guess I'd probably say most builders, um, 
they may not have someone on staff that's like thinking of you specifically in that way or have a specific process because like their gift is in the building. But luckily, like with the company that I do my coaching with, um, we have that little step where that person is just making sure that we're clear in the vision and that that person, that client's goals are honored in their builds Um, because we really value that. And I know I value it because I just wish I had someone like that when I went through this process. I wish I would have had someone telling me what to even ask. So that's a big reason why I created this podcast. So um, just some more peeking into how we live our life. Um, We sleep upstairs. We have a loft and that's where we decided to sleep. I think we're the only ones in our community that actually sleep upstairs. Well, maybe there's one other Um, but most people will sleep and have their room in the, in the back area. And we all have different, some of us have the same model, um, but pretty much all of our tiny homes, they're pretty, like, they look very similar, but they're very different as far as how we've kind of customized things and obviously your personality and what you bring in. So it's so fun to see how everybody has designed their own stuff. We get inspired by each other because in the tiny home world, we love to geek out about how we can be really efficient with our use of space and like really intentional about it. It's really fun to see what other people, other people's ideas and all the things and how they honor their own values. I mean, just a quick example, um, just right across from us, we have um, Susan and Lowell and Susan is a writer and she has her space for herself to write. And then Lowell just loves to cut gemstones and make jewelry. And he does all, he does a many more things, but he has a shed in the, in the backyard that allows him to do so. And then, you know, we have other people that are into building things, same thing. They have their shed. And then like us, we love to host, you know, and have people come over. So we made sure that we had a bonfire space, that we have the back deck area that allows us to have people over. I mean, we had an awesome, fun, like fall party where it was a low country boil where we cooked like lobster and potatoes and corn over the bonfire. And we invited our whole little village over and whoever they wanted else to bring over. So there was like 25 of us in the backyard and just having a blast with each other. And that's so fun to me. And when I wanted to live in a tiny house, I wanted to make sure that I could still honor that value of like community. So that's kind of a peak. And then we are two cats. So I also didn't want to be this, I don't know, the stinky cat house. That was a big fear of mine because a small space bringing cats in, you know, cat litter, you know? So I got some tips and tricks on that. We can get into that in a whole different thing, but I'm telling you right now, my tiny house, it does not stink like cat litter because I use it pine litter. I also have the cutest cat litter box. It's one of my favorite things. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen these, but the ones that are like a plant pot is disguised as that. Well, then I also like upgraded mine. So it look legit, like looks like a real plant on top of it. People always think it is, but it's my cat litter box. And then I was concerned about our cats not having enough space. And no, they have plenty of space. They run back and forth, like between when we open the front door, it's all screened so they can go out there and hear the birds, get the fresh air. And then they just run back and forth in the house. And they also, we made shelves at the top where they access a shelf from the loft and they'll walk around on the windows and like hang out up there. So it's pretty cool, but there's so much fun stuff you can do. And people in our community had their dogs and because I, I think 
a lot of times people think like, how could I live in a space with like my animals and have it be comfortable? And there's ways. It's all about how you design and you build it. And then there's other concerns about how can I have people over? I could comfortably have six people stay the night and we would be all good. We won't, we won't be all up on top of each other or anything. And it's just based on how our space is designed. And a lot of the furniture that we use, it's, you know, used for multiple purposes. Like the area where I write, it's um, because that's something that's really important to me. It allows the chair to fold out. It could even fold into a bed. I can fold it back up. So when I want to do yoga, um, when I'm doing my podcast, like right now, you know, like there's space for all of it. I work out, I have weights back here. Like my podcast stuff is connected to my weight set. And it's not all tacky. I don't think it looks horrible. But and then I have these little tables that kind of slide in and out. You just you just learn to be super intentional. It's really fun. Okay, so that's kind of a peek into my life. And um, oh, some more things. Like I talk about my values, the things that are important to my husband and I, like the travel. So we got all kinds of like we have our diving gear, we have our hiking gear, our bikes, all of that kind of stuff that we value in a shed that's connected to our tiny home. Like when I say connected, I mean the deck connects to the shed. That way I can like walk out there barefoot and it, it's a good setup. And, you know, twinkly lights, all the plants, all the things like that's my favorite. So anyways, yeah, that's a peek. And then um, so let me tell you the five reasons why I chose this. And maybe these appeal to you. So starting with number one, it honors my values. I've talked about that a lot, but some of my major values are freedom, adventure, community, the decision to live in this tiny house, it honored my values. So many people live their life in a way where they say they value something, but their life doesn't demonstrate that. Their time, their energy, their finances isn't in alignment with what they say is important to them. I teach about this so much over on my podcast, my other podcast, Intentional Mind Podcast. So anyways, honored my values. And I can, if you're listening, you probably have similar values. Um, so just be thinking about that. Could, would tiny home living honor your values more? And then um, the second reason is that it offers me more financial freedom because I'll, a lot of my money isn't getting tied up to my living expenses. Um, I'm not like house poor, as some people would say it. So it allows me the ability to spend my finances that I would be spending on living on traveling and um, investing in like personal development courses and, you know, whatever I want to do, like that's important to me or my other hobbies and not, yeah, focus on being house poor, as some would say. Okay. Um, and then the third reason is it makes you be more intentional, like just all around. And when you practice intentionality, like in the way of like, you have to be mindful of what you're bringing into your space because you don't have a ton of room. So you tend to focus on quality things. Um, you just, you take the time to make decisions. Um, yeah, so when you start to be that way about your space, you end up being that way about your life. Like it's, I say whatever you practice, you get good at. When you practice being intentional, you'll start to be intentional about other things, like intentional about your time and your energy where you give it. Um, your attention, what you listen to, what you, you know, even what you bring foods you put in your body. Like I just have seen when people are intentional in one area, they tend to be intentional in other areas as well. And I feel like tiny home living keeps me on track. 
to be just to be a person who is intentional. It like is part of that identity, that lifestyle. Okay, so the fourth reason is that it's really fun. It's so fun to have a space that a little space that's yours that you've kind of designed and that you continue to tweak and like it's fun to have people come and see your space because people love tiny homes and it's and you give them this kind of new experience of seeing it and being in it. Um, and it allows you to be, I think, creative with, you know, not only your space, but like how you do things and how you solve problems. Like, you know, I didn't get into a lot of like how, what it's like to live with someone else in such a small space, but I get asked all the time, like, don't you guys fight a lot in the small space? Weren't, weren't you guys sick of each other? And I'm that's not my story, but we're really intentional about how we do things. And I make sure that my husband has his own kind of office space. You can think of it that way. Like upstairs, he's got a separate section where he hangs out and does his computer stuff, listens to his music. And it's, I have the back room where I'm doing my stuff. So we have that figured out. Um, you know, I'm intentional about when I wake up earlier than him and I do my morning routine stuff and he's still sleeping about like the noises that I'm making. And I set up a lot of stuff like the night before, again, I talk about this in my podcast a lot, like the evening routines, the morning routines. And that's key when it comes to living in a tiny home, especially if you're living with someone else. You've got to be intentional about when you're doing things, how you're doing them, because you're sharing that space and you want to be respectful. Um, and then, so it's fun. And then the, the last reason is that I feel like it opens doors to new community. Like when you become a tiny home owner, you're now part of this worldwide community of other tiny home owners. And these are some of the most fine, like, <laughs> I was going to say some of the most fine people we know, but what I was trying to say is the most fun kind and loving people out there. And you can also be a part of the Tiny House Conference that happens every year hosted by tinyhouse.com and the team over there. That's a fun event and it's a great way to meet other tiny home owners or people that are interested in living in tiny homes. Um, even just the community that you can foster just in your own space. Like, I mean, I actually live in a community, so it makes it easier, but I could find other tiny home owners and have meetups or even just bring other people and introduce them into this fun way of living and even just for them to see and be in the space. You can still bring people in your community and have your little parties and stuff. Trust me, we've had a couple different parties here in this space and people are like, how do you do that? Like in such a small space, it is so much fun. We all just gather together and like we have the area outside. We'll have people come inside and do like we actually in our community what we did one time was we went to each little home and you had like app, you had an appetizer at each little home and that was really fun too there's so many things you can do to like foster community all right so just to recap my five reasons are one to honor your values two to have more financial freedom to three it keeps you intentional Four, because it's fun to live in a tiny space and really make it your own and it allows you to be more creative. And five, it opens the door to a new community. All right, y'all, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. 
If you have any requests, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us over on our Instagram, our new Instagram, so bear with us, at Tiny Home Dream Podcast. And if you're already liking this, please leave us a review that helps people find the show. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.